T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. The home of the Red Sox. 93.7 WEEI-FM and HD1. Lawrence, Boston. Brought to you by DuckDuckGo. Search and browse more privately. Download the free DuckDuckGo app today. We're always live on the free Odyssey app. This hour of Fitzy and Heart is brought to you by Unified Office in their revenue-producing restaurant phone technology. Well, speaking of winning, obviously we all know you're going to be teaming up with Jason Tatum, with Jalen Brown. You've got three guys here who are about to enter their prime or have already entered their prime from your perspective, especially looking at what you did last season. This runway that you guys might have together to to try to win a championship together, how does it line up from your perspective of where those guys are, and you've played against them plenty, and where you are in your career? Mm -hmm. I think it lines up perfectly. We're similar age, and I think this is also a good age for a basketball player because it's you start to mature you see basketball it slows down the game you have more experience your your maybe your priorities change a little bit as i said these guys are all about winning and and i want to be a part of it and i think it could be a it could be a perfect mix one can help but be positive The other can't help but be negative. Bleep you, you bleeping bleepity bleep. The only thing they seem to agree on is that they can barely agree on anything. Blah, blah, blah. I'm Andy Hart. Uh, I'm not happy about this. It's sports radio for the passionate fan. What's up, Nick? And grumpy dad in all of us. That is just so stupid. Fitzy and Hart. Yes, I've been listening, Andy. On Boston Sports Original. I like the way Andy Hart does it. Might have Nick just take over. W-E-E-I. Take it from Tom Brady, not Christian Fourier. We should just let Nick take over. You don't want that. You don't want it the way Andy Hart does it. Although Andy, mm. I do wonder, and this is our number two of Fitzy and Hart coming at you on Boston Sports Original, ninety-three point seven FM, WEEI, WEEI.com, and the Odyssey app. Don't have it? It is the best app for radio streaming content and more. A U D A C Y Y because we are Fitzy and Hart, Andy. Is there some sort of fundraiser we could run or charity where we could get T-shirts printed? Bleep you, you bleeping bleeping bleep. <laughs> I'd sell. wear I for a cause. I'd wear it if I if I knew I were helping out something endangered, trying to cure a veritably incurable disease or whatever like positive purpose it could serve. So that's what I feel like we need to do. We need to take uh, anything that is seen as critical, negative, etc. Like you know, spin it around, redirect its energy, and and. Find a way to make it work for positive purposes. And I, I'd wear it. I mean, you know, we, we made Dunsky T-shirts for Fourier a couple of years ago to help raise money for the ADA. Couldn't we uh, Couldn't we find a better way to repurpose some of uh, your famous expressions and more? I'm all for it. Make it a uh, Six Rings Breaking Boston uh, Fitzy and Heart project. I like it. Let's brainstorm it. 
Let's spitball yeah. it. See, we can we make it happen. You got the T-shirt guy, I know, because you stole my Mac to the Future T-shirt idea back in the day. Right. Oh, wow. Sure had, yeah, I was going to say, shots fired, right, Stiz? Wow, so now I know where Nick's genius comes from. Yeah, exactly. Thank you very much. Okay. Hope nice you got a piece try. of that, Andy. Oh, I did not. Didn't oh. even get a free beer out of it. What are you talking about? I gave you I, I gave you a four-pack of the Mac to the Future Fabulous Cream Ale as brewed by our friends at Stellwagen. Down in my a four pack or two? I gave you a four. He gave you half a four. I think you gave me a half a four. (laughs) A two pack. Two pack Shakur. No, see, I knew you. Oh, man, you're already at the clam bake. I got to just try to keep you on the rails for the next 89 minutes here on the show. A little bit. A little bit. Yes. All right. So, top of the first hour. If you missed it, you can go back on WEI.com or, of course, the Odyssey app or subscribe to the Fitzy and Heart podcast and of course for everything patriots which we will be discussing soon enough give us a follow rate review subscribe and share on six rings and football things at the top of the first hour we played our favorite game who won the week and the two of us decided that it was the celtics the boston celtics losers sadly in seven in the eastern conference finals against the miami heat who won the week with the porzingis edition as well the bench is not completely filled out yet i'm sure there is probably another player or two to be added, we did think that maybe Patrick Beverly would have been coming in trying to bring a little bit of that requisite defensive Marcus Smart toughness, but it turns out he goes one year to the Philadelphia 76ers. Uh, we had to read up on o- O'Shea Brissett, uh, who comes in. He's a hustle-based 3-4, good defense, bench guy. Played well against the Celtics, so that's sort of a very Belichickian, I can't beat him, so I may as well join him type of move. Um, I, I am... I think I might be more excited, as excited as we are, Andy, and it's only as I read on Twitter earlier today, you know, as long as Twitter will continue to work, but I don't think that's going to be much longer as well. Whale of a $43 billion investment by the Musk man as well, I would dare say. Hey, we all make mistakes. You know, some cost more than others. Now, so did I read, you You read this on Twitter, which means you can only read 599 more, correct? That's the I, yes, new rules. I, I think I'm down to... After after Googling or rather Twittering a couple of the names that Scott mentioned when we were talking uh, iced hockey and Boston Bruins in the first hour, I may be down to about 588 or 587 on the day now as well. Uh, yeah, uh, so I, I looked him up uh, and checked things out there. But I think uh, with 10 Sundays to go until NFL football returns on the regular, as excited as I am to see this next iteration of the New England Patriots, I think I may be as if not a little more excited to watch the Celtics play offense. Like, I want to see what this reconfigured... I'm not going to call it Big Three, although it is three very large human beings, three very tall people, so you can call it a Big Three, especially when the third guy is seven foot three and one of the more unique talents to come across the NBA in a long time. I can't wait to see this new three in action for the Celtics. I mean, you could have one of the more dynamic offenses in the NBA on the Celtics, and you're going to need it because not only will Milwaukee be trotting back out Giannis and Chris Middleton, who's re-signing, I believe, three years, 102 or $120 million, if I read correctly. Uh, Dame Lillard has officially now requested a trade out of Portland, and his preferred destination is the team that beat you in the Eastern Conference Finals, who has been your postseason foe and nemesis several of the last years. Andy, I don't care how much money Max Struess got in the sign-and-trade to go to Cleveland. Silly money. They lose a little bit with him. A couple other spare parts. Oladipo's been traded away. Making room. I don't care what they even have to give up for Lillard. You put Butler and Lillard on the same team. I mean, that's going to be a playoff team. That is going to be a thorn in their side. I wonder 
if that may be enough to make to make them like an Eastern an Eastern Conference semifinalist right out of the gate. That that could be bad. That could be bad news. I mean, he might be motivated. This could be the best team he would ever be on, and may love playing in Miami. This season's gonna be wild. Well, we are now in the midst of what, in my opinion, is the best part of the sports calendar that doesn't relate to actual action and competition. The NBA, we talked about it the other day, cold stove season or air conditioned season or whatever the hell you want to call it when we get to this late June, early July period every year, is unbelievable because you just mentioned it. In the NBA, you can have a team that was contending and playing for a title then adding one of the best 75 players in the history of the game, one of the best players in the league, moving pieces, contracts that we all shake our heads at, don't even know the guy's name, and he's worth 150 or $200 million. But certainly from a Celtics perspective, you said, like, I love football. I'm a football guy. But if you tell me you can only watch one in the next 24, I mean, in the next 12 months, you can watch the Celtics try to chase a title, or you can watch whatever the Patriots are going to be, I think I'd go with the Celtics. Because I do think... Did Porzingis just use the word perfect? I think he used the word perfect in there somewhere. The timing and the mix. The timing is um, for his skill set, him entering his prime, yeah. uh, what he Everybody. wants right now. Yeah, I mean, perfect. They, could be the perfect. Ascending talents. It could be. Or it could blow up in their faces because it's the NBA, and that's what you get after the action of June and early July. The reality of October, November, December sets in, and some of these sort of like sort of like Russell Wilson going to the Broncos, the NBAification of the NFL, blew up in their faces, didn't work, couldn't have been worse. There will be some of these that just don't work, and usually Kyrie or KD is involved with them, maybe James Harden mixed in for good measure, but sometimes they don't work. Sometimes they do work, and I... I am very much looking forward to, now I know there's a, a tinge of negativity starting to take root in, in green team land. They're like, there seems For to be what? sort of the speculative, Jalen Brown. There's like this, huh, they, do they really want him? How come it's not done yet? Should it have been automatic? Blah, blah, blah. What's the money going to be? Are they going to try to maybe nickel and dime him down a little bit, not do the super max? But for the here and the now, I'm just going to assume and presume that it's Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, and Kristaps Porzingis with Malcolm Brogdon and Derek White mixed in for good measure. And, oh, boy, Rob Williams still here. Um, I'm all in on the Celtics. I will be wearing – usually the Shaq jersey is saved for the summer. Shaq jersey might get broken out in the fall and midwinter this year to be suns out, guns out, watch the Celtics on a nightly basis. Yeah, uh, it was yesterday Portland Trailblazers at NBA.com. Portland Trailblazers star Damian Lillard has requested a trade from the only NBA team he has played for per multiple reports. Of course, Shams and Woj were on it yesterday as well. You see guys like, uh, okay, one-time All-Star guard. Now, mind you, Jalen Brown has made the All-Star team multiple times, and this year was second-team All-NBA. You think he's going to get the max? Of course he's going to. That's definitely what they're going to be working on. One-time guard, LaMelo Ball. Has agreed one time All Star. So he's made a All Star game. LaMelo Ball has agreed to a maximum contract extension with Charlotte worth up to $260 million. A quarter of a billion dollars for a guy who has made a All Star game. But not multiple. A All Star game, Andy. Uh, Sabonis. Demantis Sabonis, who I love. Um, he's got, I love his game. He's getting $217 million over five years. Brooke Lopez back to the Bucks as well. Reeves is sticking around with the Lakers. Um, funny how Russell Westbrook, once he plays his way out of his like ridiculous guaranteed contract, uh, he's coming back to the Clippers two years, $8 million. 
Yeah, it is weird when you see those, the sprinkled in like, huh, that didn't go as high as yeah. I thought it would with his name and the way the economics work. Mm-hmm. But I'm surprised Stiz hasn't queued up. And uh, I, I know he's uh, he's like the rest of us. He's partially vacationing in his mind this Sunday morning. Yeah. Um, I need for this segment, I wish I was a little bit taller. I wish I was a baller because I wish I was a little bit taller and a baller because I'd like to sign a contract for $100 million even if I'm what, not really all that good. What do you think about what Ime is doing down in Houston right now? So he gets Van What's Vliet he doing on. right now? Because with his history, you never know what he's doing oh, right now. Oh, my goodness. Shots go. fired. Oh, it's a classic. It's the Andy Hart theme song. I wish I was a little bit taller. I wish I was a baller. I wish I had a girl who looked good. I would call her. I wish I had a rabbit. <laughs> this is some old school right here. Love it. Stiz, who is the artist behind this? That's Skilo. Skilo. Yes, I was going to say, I was going to throw out Young MC, but that's Bust a Move and Prince of Oh, yeah. Skilo. I, okay. Of course, that's not, not former uh, yeah. Red Sox pitcher D-Lo. Joe Stiglio. <laughs> Hey, you get I'm you talking hip hop here on the Shaw's Red Sox radio. <laughs> <laughs> and we have some fresh melons. 89 wow. cents a pound. <laughs> a chicken breast, 97 cents a week. Wow. Look at Tristan Casas bust a move with the ground ball. <laughs> Love you, we are. Me. Everyone is in vacation mode right now. I think it's pretty impressive, though, what Ime is doing down in Houston. He brings in Dylan Brooks, who, of course, the Memphis Grizzlies were all set with because they thought his antics were a little too tough. Uh, he goes down there. He's going to be a tone setter with Ime on what will likely be a much more defensive and competitive team. They get Van Vliet three for 130. Houston, you know, they'll be much better than they've been last year, and I'll be very interested to see exactly what kind of toughness and defensive-minded play he brings to the Rockets uh, and how he makes them more competitive. That will be a much-anticipated matchup whenever the schedule comes out, Celtics versus Rockets. But, yeah, your Celtics are going all in on the offense uh, like we said when we did the under-pressure ratings, Joe Mazzulla, likely the one who's under the most pressure. But, Andy, with the bench they've given him, with the coaching staff they've brought in, and now the talent with Porzingis trading away Marcus Smart, and I think now we're all out of our Marcus Smart feels. I think everyone, like one of my neighbors said the other night, what do you think? Uh, Porzingis for Smart. And I was like, I think it's actually a great move for the team. And, and he just went, oh, man, and just pointed to his chest. And it was like, you know, who's going to have this on the team? They're all going to have to develop it. It's time for Tatum and Brown to take the next step leadership-wise, emotionally, uh, and, and provi- everyone's going to have to chip in and bring a little bit of that, that extra something that Marcus Smart brought. Or, you know what? Just go outscore the hell out of everybody every night and don't worry about it. 617-779-7937 is the telephone number. Your thoughts on the Celtics? Are you happy about Porzingis? You feeling a little bit better about the direction the team is pointed in? Give us a holler and let us know when we come back. It's six rings o'clock. We'll be talking some Patriots and intrigue, one of Andy's favorite words, intrigue from the team in the direction of one of the more talented free agents still available. Could we make it happen, Captain? We'll find out just on the other side of Stiz's Fantastic Trending Now. Your home of the Sox. Now, here's what's trending on WEEI. Sweens called me and he said he was interested in having me back and he asked me if I had any interest in coming back and you know it's a place that's you know close and dear to my heart and having the opportunity to come back I mean you can see the smile on my face right now you know it's you know it feels like I'm going home feels like he's going home that's right Bruins favorite Milan Lucic is headed back to Boston We knew the Bees would be looking for some bargain deals, and that's exactly what GM Don Sweeney did yesterday. The aforementioned Lucic is back on a one-year deal worth $1 million. 
Veteran forward James Van Riemsdyk is also on a one-year, $1 million deal, as is Stanley Cup-winning defenseman Kevin Shattenkirk. The Bees also added Morgan Geeky and Patrick Brown on NHL deals up front. And while they added to the team, they also lost two faces on the blue line, Connor Clifton and Dmitry Orlov. Don Sweeney spoke with the media yesterday and said it's all but written in stone that the team will not sign Tyler Bertuzzi either. Chris Stapps Porzingis has agreed to a two-year $60 million extension with the Celtics. Earlier this month, Porzingis picked up his $36 million player option for next season in order to facilitate his trade to the Celtics. And this extension, which kicks in next summer, will keep Porzingis in Boston until 2026. The Red Sox will be looking for their seventh consecutive win over the Toronto Blue Jays this season when the team concludes their three-game series later this afternoon. The visiting Sox held on to defeat the Blue Jays 7-6 yesterday afternoon after Toronto's Bo Bichette was thrown out at home to end the game. Garrett Whitlock will get the start today, first pitch at 1.37. Don't forget, you can hear all the action right here on the Shaw's and Star Market WEI Red Sox Network. Shaw's perfecting the art of fresh. And Rob Bradford will get you game ready starting at 12.37 with the Mass Mutual pregame show. Mass Mutual Insurance Planning Investments. I'm Stiz. That's what's trending now on WEI and WEI.com. More Fitzy and Heart right after this. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Now, we're right back to it. Bitsy and Hart on WEEI. And streaming everywhere on the Odyssey app. Eleven twenty-five on Sunday. It's Fitzy. It's Hart. It's you here on Boston Sports Original, ninety-three point seven FM WEEI, making our Patriots pivot as the six rings in football things guys do. Wanted to weigh in on a couple of Patriots topics before Andy Hart takes a Fourth of July vacation, leaving me and Mike Cadlick as the morning, midday, afternoon, and evening guys for the next several days here on WEEI. Yeah, everyone jumps on board that 4th of July holiday as quick as they can. When did you file your request for the holiday? About nine months ago? Yeah, probably when I finished my time off from last year and uh, <laughs> logged back onto the old computer. Flex-timed your way right out, of, right out of that 4th of July holiday spot, huh? 
damn right. It's my second favorite holiday of the year. What is number one? Oh, Christmas. Because you're a big Christmas. You're a big Christmas guy. Yep. But uh, you can't really beat beer, burgers, fireworks, clam boils, wow. warm weather. I mean, this this is pretty damn good in New England. I may, good. Or may, I may or may not on a highway trip uh, and to... Two uh, Massachusetts recently uh, stopped by one of those side-of-the-road tents and invested a couple of bucks in some exciting fireworks. Then yesterday, while driving to see the Free Jacks match, may have seen about 25 different signs on the side of the highway on Route 3, 93, 128. Leave it to the pros. Fireworks yep. are illegal in Massachusetts. Yes, they are, but they're also heavily marketed on the borders to, like, Rhode Island and New Hampshire. <laughs> <and> <laughs> I was gonna say I was gonna say New Hampshire, Rhode Island, and Connecticut are trying to make a mint on the fact yep. that Massachusetts is a no fun zone as far as firecrackers and whistlers and bottle rockets uh, go. But of course, everyone, please firework responsibly. Uh, should you partake in the celebratory explosives and pyrotechnics of this great American holiday? How old is America now again? Two hundred forty-seven. America's uh, about to turn two forty-seven. Sounds right. Carry seventeen seventy-six to twenty twenty-three. I just did yep. the math right there for you. You're welcome. Nailed it. All right, let's talk football, Andy. This week, uh, of course, we reacted uh, to the Devonte Parker extension on Thursday's Six Rings and Football Things. It was a bit of a surprise. Everyone heard, "Oh, hey, the Patriots' big contract for a wide receiver." Everyone like looks to their phones, like, "I don't. This is. I'm. I'm shaking it. There isn't a." An alert that it's DeAndre Hopkins. I didn't get a notification. D-Hop signed. No, it was Devontae Parker on a three-year, $33 million deal, or so we're told. That's what it's advertised as. But, Andy, I think you were the first to sort of sort of summate that it was more about, hey, this guy wants to make the team this year, and since the best way to do that is probably take a more team-friendly deal, that's likely what this extension, if you will, is. It keeps him in Foxborough for at least this year. Maybe beyond that. Now that you've had a chance to sit on it, ruminate, uh, you know, it's, it's stewed for a couple of days. How are you feeling about this team-friendly Devontae Parker $33 million <clears throat> extension, if you will? I'm fine with it because, you know, lower the cap number for this year. He's a guy that I wanted around all along. There was all that discussion. Oh, if D-Hop's in, then Parker's out. Nope, I'd like to have D-Hop and Parker and Bourne and keep this group together, give Max some depth because – there's a lot of injury history with a lot of those guys and, and allow Bill O'Brien to tinker and, and put it together however he sees fit. So, you know, you can do that at a shorter term, I mean, a, a short term, lower cost and maybe kick a little bit down the road to when you have plenty of cap space over the next couple of years. They don't have a lot of commitments moving forward. I, I think it's it's fine. Now, I wasn't going to get all excited. I also wasn't going to get angry. Oh, my God, how could they do that? Is this going to cost them D-Hop? No. D-Hop's a separate issue. If anything, it opens up a little cap space for this year to do that. So, yeah, I'm more than fine with it, but it doesn't really move my needle in either direction. Yeah, it's a fine-with-it type of move. Like, he's yeah. a high-quality veteran, good receiver. We went through the stats as well. The last three seasons, according to Warren Sharp's Sharp Football Metrics, he leads the league in least amount of separation or as far as separation goes from the wide receiver position. No one's worse at getting separation. Yet at the same time, his average depth of target, his uh, you know catch rate, they're all in the top 10% of the league as well. So he is what he is. He's a big body possession receiver, potential downfield threat, plays the outside. I think the Patriots would be just fine if they brought in DeAndre Hopkins to play alongside him as well. I don't think it would cost the team Kendrick Bourne as well. I think there's so much positional flexibility with Kendrick Bourne. 
he may be able to play all over the formation. And considering that he's only playing for $5 million this year, even if they still brought in DeAndre Hopkins, I don't think they would rid themselves of KB. Where are you right now, though, Andy, with your, shall we say, confidence or what percentage chance you think there may be for the Patriots to bring in Hopkins? Because it has to be the question I think all of us are asked the most. DMs from Pats fans and mentions on Twitter, so long as you're allowed to use it and haven't exceeded your your rate minimum or rate max or story max on freaking Twitter these days. Are the Patriots going to sign D-Hop? Tell me they're going to bring him in. I think I'm at about 20% they do, 80% they don't at this point. Yeah, this has been a moving target for me. Mm-hmm. For Early on, I thought, well, why would that make any sense? No, he'll go somewhere else, better chance to win, blah, 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 blah. And then as it played out, and it was like, okay, so he visited Tennessee and New England. Those seem to be the only kind of on-the-record type offers. Well, maybe the Patriots are the best option. But now the longer it goes in the other direction, and you know I've been an advocate. If I were his advisor, I would wait wait till an injury comes. You don't need to practice, really. You'll be fine. Mm-hmm. Late August, oh, maybe there's a few more offers with a little bit more money on the table. So, um, yeah, 20% is probably a good number that you throw out there. But ask me tomorrow, and I might say 19%, and ask me a week later, and I might say 15%, because I think – the longer it goes, the more somebody might swoop in and, and offer a better opportunity to him. Yeah, that's. I just can't help but think at this point now that he's just trying to play the market, whether he's waiting for an injury in camp so he can swoop in and say, like, hey, guess what? Former All-Pro receiver right here, still a free agent, available to come in. All you got to do is pay me two years, $35 million with 25 guaranteed or something like that. Somebody may be desperate enough to do that if they think they're a contender. And they want to bring, they want to acquire his services. I still think he can play at an extremely high level. If he was so desperate to join the Patriots, he would have by this point. Do you think there's any chance, though, Devontae Parker's contract is? I'm not going to call it D Hop insurance. Do you think it's more sort of like, well, we tried to get D Hop, so we were going to maybe upgrade over Parker. Now let's just hold on to Parker. No, I don't. I don't really think they are related. I think it's just roster building, you know, accounting for this year, accounting for the future, just like Jawan Bentley, I don't think was necessarily about anything specific other than the right fit for the right guy for here, for now, and for next year. Um, I think D-Hop, they could have signed him two weeks ago. They can sign him two weeks from now if they want to. And I want a five-man depth chart at wide receiver. I can't say that often enough. With these guys, I want to go five deep. I want all of them on the, the so, yeah, make Juju, you're two. You know, he's really the forgotten guy in all this, Juju. Yeah, we, when when do you hear people him? talk about him? We don't see him. No one talks about him. Now people are talking about Parker because of the extension. D-Hop because they want him. They're lusting after him. Born because, oh, there's a little buzz. Like, he looked pretty good in the summer, in the spring. Like, maybe he's going to have a bounce back year. Juju, who hasn't been on the field, dealing with an injury from last year, he's almost like the forgotten guy, whereas... He was the talk of free agency because it was, A, you swapped out Jacoby Myers, your best receiver for the last three years, for Juju, and this idea like, well, is Juju a 1,400-yard receiver? Is he a number one? Is he better? Did you upgrade? Is he never going to be that again because he only does the, the really impressive things when someone else really, really good is on the field with him? Now, I feel like whether it's media or fans, I feel like I haven't heard anybody bring up Juju in a while. I have not heard high nor low of him. Now, we don't know exactly, what is it, a knee that's been nagging him or yeah. so it's been reported? Yep, yeah. And is this something that he, did he injure it last season at a certain point? Was it in the Super yes. Bowl? It was, De- 
December, I believe. But there's also sort of a question as to whether he's had a, a similar or connected knee issue, even going back to Pittsburgh. Could it be a longer term thing? Um, but yeah, it, it, it flared up late last season and apparently reportedly he's still dealing with it. Yeah, that's not great. I'm going to go nope. ahead and just, nope. I'm just going to go ahead and be the guy right now. That's not great. Uh, if this is a nagging, if the Patriots decided to move on from Jacoby Myers and put Juju Smith Schuster in his place and they basically got a slightly injured or dinged up guy who's going to ha- have an injury issue and he's going to have something he's going to manage because didn't see him in minicamp, didn't see him during OTAs. He spoke once, said that he, you know, was, you know, working out with Mac a little bit and had a chance to get to know the guys and studying the playbook. And, of course, then we heard it's so complicated, and then people like Foria clap back and say, no, it's not. I don't know why these guys come in and talk about calculus like Cam Newton did. But if he's not on the, on the field anytime soon, like hopefully he'll be fine or good enough to go come training camp, uh, which opens, I believe, if today is the second in 24 days, Wednesday, July 26th, your first day of Patriots training camp 2023 down in Foxesborough. Uh, if this is going to be a management issue for them all season, you absolutely have to bring in a guy like DeAndre Hopkins as well, because what if Juju needs three games off or like it swells up one week or takes a hit the wrong way? Like if this is an issue, now you sign someone to replace someone who was super durable and super healthy and, you know, was one of your steady Freddies the last couple of years in Jacoby Myers. He goes to Vegas. You bring in Smith Schuster and now he's already got a knee issue like that's Jeez. Not Don't forget Tyquan Thornton, your guy, who you think so, is ah, fragile. Soft, oh, Mr. Soft Tissue. Mr. Soft Tissue, Mr. Year 2 Jump, Mr. Like Skinny Wrists, everything that goes my into guy. him. He's your not guy. My, I would have drafted Pickens. I've made no no bones about that. And if Tyquan Thornton makes the Pro Bowl or catches a Super Bowl winning touchdown, everybody can freezing cold take me and tap dance all over my Twitter. You know there's no care. chance. There's no chance he catches a Super Bowl winning touchdown. Just, I just wanted to offer. I'm trying to stay positive. Uh, well, not with him, you're not. You've been negative since the second he arrived in New England. I've been the positive one on him that tried to tell you, okay, he's explosive, and maybe he'll be more than this, and then he had a good camp last year, and I liked that, and then, well, and then the bottom fell out. He got hurt, and the class nothing. <laughs> and now he's yeah. hurt, and he's got a soft tissue injury. But, hey, one of those days of OTAs, he looked really good until he disappeared for the rest of the days of OTAs, and we never saw him again. So, yeah, there's the, the questions about talent on the mm-hmm. – Patriots ride to see your depth chart are well discussed. I'm not sure we talk enough about availability being the most important ability and the questions about the availability of Juju, Devontae Parker, and Tyquan Thornton. That's another reason why I think Kendrick Bourne is going to be the top Patriots wide receiver when we're talking about this team come, oh, let's just say post-game show Christmas Eve when I'm sulking. When they play Denver and that game doesn't get flexed out and and then we're working well past when Santa Claus... (laughs) visits and uh, delivers toys down everyone's respective chimneys as well uh real quick your thoughts on i know you just made mention of it before we didn't have a chance to podcast about it so juan bentley it was reported friday two-year 19 million dollar extension with the team i i think i'm a little bit bigger on him if you will like i think he's a perfectly good linebacker i like him there's a team leader there's someone who's been around a while knows the system Never Now, he's not fast. No, he's not one of the new contemporary safety. He's not a Marte Mapu linebacker safety hybrid type. Uh, you know, he's a bigger, more throwback Belichick style one, but never really out of position, Andy. I know he makes a lot of second-level tackles, sure, but I think that was a really smart move by the team to lock up 
one of the more fundamentally sound players who's been around for a while. You can pretty much depend on him. You talk about availability, being out there on the regular. Um, and while they have the money and they're able to, again, play with the cap a little bit, okay, good deal. Do you think signing Bentley, is that just a is that just a locking up the team and people you want around, people Belichick likes coaching for a while, or are they still trying to make cap room for another move, like maybe to pursue the intriguing Mr. Dalvin Cook? Uh, we'll get to the Dalvin Cook intrigue in a minute. Um, I don't care for that fake news. But I will go with um, the dependables. Bill Belichick's always talked about the dependables, his leadership. We've talked about it in terms of coaching and Matt Patricia. And you look at, you lose Devin McCourty. Lawrence Guy is a little strange situation with his Mike Reese reported holdout. Um, the, the, the leadership and depth on defense is a question, and... It's, it's certainly an area of Juwan Bentley's makeup that you can't question. Captain for the Patriots, three-time captain at Purdue, and he's dependable. And you know what you're getting from him. A good, solid, reliable player, not going to make a lot of plays, not going to, you know, wow you off the edge and like, did you? can you believe how he chased down Christian McCaffrey and beat him to the sideline? No, not going to happen. If you put him in space with an athletic quarterback, it's not going to go well for you, but... If you just want the guy in the middle of your defense to set the front, call the defense, communicate, lead, make the tackle when the running back comes through the B-gap, even if it's three or four yards downfield, that's what you get more often than not with Juwan Bentley. And I think, especially at for this team at linebacker, where I'm not really sure how it's all going to play out between the young guys and the old guys and sort of the guys that are special teamers trying to have bigger roles and all that, you need a mainstay and... For the money involved, it's not huge money. I, I think this is a very classic Belichick move. Maybe he pays a little bit more than somebody else would have, but he likes the guy, he trusts the guy, he's dependable, he leads. He's he's sort of part of the modern Patriot way, I guess I would say, for Jawan Bentley. Yeah, I think I think he's a good football. I don't know why. He, get, he gets a lot of flack for some reason. Because uh, well, he's not that good. Like, in a world where you just said it, people are lusting after... Bobby Wagner, Luke Keekley, Marte Mapu, athletes, run sideline to sideline. You're going to mirror the quarterback or the running back that's an athlete on the other team. He's not that. He would have been more highly thought of 20 years ago. Like, he's a traditional Mm. middle linebacker, and that's fine. Um, If you ask him to be more than that, that's your fault. If you ask him to make tackles at the line of scrimmage instead of four yards downfield, that's your fault. But if you want to pencil him in at middle linebacker and have him make the 125 tackles that position should make, he'll do the job for you. Which is great. Last year played in 17 games, three sacks, 62 solo solo tackles as well. Uh, we remember that great play he made in the 2021 season when uh, he knocked the ball out of the hands of Dak Prescott when he was trying to do a little QB sneak a la Tom Brady style as well. Yeah, he is exactly – he is one of the dependables, Andy. That's exactly what it is. Like these are these are one of your guys you can always count on being out there. No, he's not the fleetest of foot. No, he's not the biggest, baddest guy or the hardest hitter, but he's never out of position. He's someone you can depend on. It's good to have guys like that as the defense evolves as well. I, you know, I, I, I thought that was a bet between Bentley and Parker. Now, obviously, both were made, but if you had to pick one over the other, I like the Bentley signing a little bit more than the Parker one, but we'll see. When we come back in just a couple minutes, we'll get to your calls on the New England Patriots and discuss the intriguing Mr. Cook. Andy says he doesn't care for that fake news. 
I don't think it's necessarily fake news, but I sure would like to see them add a little more offensive talent in advance of the 2023 season. It's Fitzy and Hart talking Patriots football on a little bit of a six-ring Sunday here on WEI. WEI, we are right back to Fitzy and Hart. Streaming everywhere on the Odyssey app. Andy and I were just discussing the Devontae Parker and Jawan Bentley extensions. There are those who believe it's because Bill Belichick's a bad general manager and he can't manage the roster and he doesn't know how to draft, that he's got to hold on to these guys just to make it, to prove a point. You think Belichick's trying to prove a point by signing these guys saying, no, they're good football players. I mean... You could maybe say that if you want to on the on the God Show extension last year, Andy. You know him saying he's one of the better defensive tackles in football. I think there are a few folks <laughs> who may disagree. I personally think Juwan Bentley is a quality middle linebacker and a good uh, building block on a defense that's going to surprise some, and some believe could be a top ten defense in the league this year as well. But as far as the offense goes, we'll get to Mister Cook and D Hop in just a second. To the phones we go, down to the South Shore. We welcome in Jim in Hanover to the Fitzy and Hart program. What's up, Jim? Fitzy and Hart, I want to say happy Sunday. I got two takes. I got one for the Hopkins, but then, you know what, since you brought up the Bentley deal, Bentley, in my eyes, last year was huge for that defense. He, If you watch the film on him during the season, this guy was just as good as uh, Judon, I tell you, they were, he made so many tackles and great plays. That was a big signing for me, in my eyes, to keep that defense stout. And it's going to be super good this year, I really I really believe. Hopkins, yeah, he, yep, I think we wasted, we wasted so much money last year that these guys, it's a no-brainer. The money that they threw away last year was insane. So now why wouldn't they offer this guy 15 and then do a two-year deal, and then maybe have it at 15. If this guy winds up being super, then maybe in his contract that would be great. But he's going to open up so much offense, just taken away from all the other guys that have the ability because that field will widen out. And the same thing with the backs coming out of the backfield. It's going to give Mac way more options with him being there as a danger with, with um, Thornton and, and everybody else that's in the picture. I tell you what, it's going to free those guys up with, with the threat of Hopkins being on this team. I think it's going to be a good offense. I think they'll be competitive, believe me. Ooh, All right, Jim, her. thank you very much. Appreciate that. Andy, Jim's two takes. Number one, Jawan Bentley last year, as effective as June. 125 tackles total, 62 solo, 63 combined as well. One interception, a couple tackles for loss. Good season, statistically speaking. Maybe a little bit of an overreach in terms of describing him as a effective or impactful as Judon. Uh, and as far as signing Hopkins to, you know, open up the offense, uh, help, help, help make things easier for other players, running backs, wide receivers, tight ends, whomever. Sure. But we don't even know, as we just went into on the previous break, we don't even know if Juju Smith Schuster or Tyquan Thornton are going to be healthy enough for the start of camp in a couple of weeks. Like these are such big question marks. Now to me, it adds extra reasoning why like now you have more incentive you like you it went from like desired deandre hopkins to i think they just flat out need him at this point yeah i think if you have aspirations of being a higher end passing game you need hopkins now 
you know I also believe you need to figure out your tackle situation, and I kind of wish he played uh, tackle to uh, help solidify this offense. But I, in, in general, I agree with the caller's tone. I do think adding D-Hop, almost regardless of whatever he has left in the tank, adding his presence will make everybody else better, allows everybody yes. else, whoever is healthy, whoever is out there, to kind of bump down the the depth chart and the expectation ladder just a little bit. And I keep going back to, I, I know you've heard this, I've heard it ad nauseum, some listeners, at the Greg Hill Show, when Ty Law's on, each and every week it feels like he's talking about the Patriots offense and nobody that he would fear if he were in the secondary on the defense. You have to at least acknowledge when D-Hop takes the field in September, October, that's a Hall of Fame talent. Now, you may come to realize, like I, I joke that the Dolphins or the Jets, you play him early in the year and you're, you're afraid of him, and then maybe after 60 minutes of football, you're like, huh, I don't think he's as good as he used to be, but there's still going to be value there. There's still going to be trickle-down effect, trickle-down economics for the Patriots' offense to the other receivers. So I, I agree. Yeah, the comparison with Judon and, and Bentley, I, I flat-out disagree with. I think Judon is a really high-end player, and I think Bentley is a solid player how many more years do you think matt judon has of that elite level of play he signed for four it was a four-year 54 million dollar deal he's been one of the guys people have looked to potentially resigning or extending his deal so as to create more cap room should they want to have to play that game god if i have to say cap room one more time if they want to find the money they can find the money but matt judon is one of the guys like hunter henry that's been discussed where they can rework the deal, extend them a little bit, create more flexibility if they have to come in now. But then we read Mike Cadlick's piece earlier this week saying that the Patriots can have limitless spending if they want to, yet where are they now? What are they? They're 31st in spending in the league, am I correct? Well, it depends. Are you talking cash? Are you talking cap? You talk, like, it's the That's NFL, so it de depends how you slot it or if you do the uh. bill thing and say, oh, well, you know, average it out over three years and, you know, a part of that is they don't have any stars that they just played, just paid. Mm -hmm. If they had those, it changes everything. The second you hand out ice some, cream, don't you get an ice cream headache every time you have to think about this stuff? In some way, and the thing that I'm even more uh, concerned with, and this is a different topic for a different day, the second apron of the new NBA CBA oh, and the second, second apron, apron rules. You can shove your second apron, fold it up, lube it up, and do you know what with it? You can just, or you know what, you can you can fold it up nice and tight. You can go to the fire pit that you're probably sitting around yep. having conversational neighbor beers with, and toss it in. Uh, uh, what's worse, positionless defense or second apron? And which second one apron. Have? Second oh. apron is my most hated term in all of sports these days. I am yeah. so, and it and it hasn't even really taken hold yet. Like there's limited knowledge of it because the the CBA just got signed and sent out to the league. Like I, uh, I just I have loathe no it. At this point, absolutely loathe it. Uh, I want to get into the Dalvin Cook conversation as well and an interesting tweet from Jonathan Jones uh, earlier in the week that caught fire for a multitude of different reasons. It does raise a bit of an ethical dilemma, if you will, uh, in light of some suspensions that were handed out by the National Football League this week as far as it uh, pertains to legalized gambling and more. 617-779-7937. There's your number if you want to call in and talk Patriots. With Fitzy and Hart, we will be back in just a couple minutes. We're going to pay the bills. Top of the 12 o'clock hour here on a Sunday on WEEI. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.